welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Hi, I'm Rich Irani, and thank you for listening to Rich in Life. Next up is a lovely young girl, Shannon Woolsey, from the Netflix series Cheer. Now, I have to tell you, I don't watch nearly as much TV as I'd like to, and I always complain that on my tombstone, it will say that my biggest regret in life was that I didn't watch enough TV. In any case, when I found out she was going to be a guest on the show, I was excited to start watching this docuseries. It's about competitive cheerleading, which I know nothing about, and I'm probably too old to be interested in now. But I have to tell you, watching this series was remarkable. It is probably the most strenuous sport you can ever imagine. I mean, forget about boxing, forget about uh, karate, forget about football. This really is the most strenuous sport and watching the series and watching them fall and break bones live was crazy. All of this working out and training and injuries for a competition that lasts just two minutes and 15 seconds. Moreover, she's a lovely young girl and has about 250,000 followers on Instagram. But what impressed me the most was how civilized and appropriate her page is, particularly for a cheerleader. I'd even let my kids follow her. I mean, they won't, but I would let them if they were older. In any case, here's Shannon Woolsey. Hi, Shannon. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, I want to introduce who you are to people that are listening. I mean, this is completely new for me. You're going to have to help me out because this is one topic I really don't know anything about. I'm completely (laughs) ignorant. Um, This is Shannon Woolsey from the hit Netflix series, Cheers, which was nominated for six Emmy Awards, right? Yes, yes. Amazing. And it's a behind-the-scenes look at competitive cheerleading at Navarro Junior College in Texas. And I got to tell you, after watching, am I right? Was it in Texas? Yes. Yes, correct. And that's where you're from, right? Yeah, I'm from Houston. And then Navarro is in Corsicana. It's like three hours north of Houston. Oh, wow. And yeah. And from what I understand, you were born in England. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Where's your accent? I don't sound any British, but my parents definitely do. You can tell from my parents' accents. Was it hard for you to adjust to the language here? I'm kidding. Learning a new language. I I always say learning a new language. I, I always say I, years. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I always tell people I speak two languages, British and English. Yeah, literally, uh, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> do you have any idea why your parents moved from England to America? Yeah, it was my dad's job in the gas and oil field, so. Oh, interesting. They wanted him to take over a company here in America, I guess, and okay. we moved over in 2001. Well, good for us. Lucky for us Americans, we got an incredible cheerleader, which, you know, I have to tell you, as I started to say, I don't know anything. For the, the, the stuff that I know about cheerling is, cheerleading is from what I've seen in movies. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, like that really, what was the name of that movie? Uh, Bring It On? Bring I mean, it on, yeah. <laughs> obviously, after watching Cheer, that was so not accurate. Yeah, they completely all. had all that wrong. But I will say, um, uh, my daughter watches a show also on Netflix called The Perfect Landing. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's about little girls that, yeah, it's uh, about gymnastics, I guess. And it's, you know, kind of competitive gymnastics for little girls. You know, it's a cute show, but I I, I learned a little bit from that. But otherwise, I'm shocked to learn at what a strenuous sport you've been doing. 
Yeah, it's it's really hard. I mean, and I've been doing it since like I was like five years old. So this is my 17th year in it. And it does not get any easier at all. It doesn't. So yeah. here's a great question that I really have been thinking about. How does somebody uh, get started in cheerleading? To me, that is the most interesting only because it's decades of work. So, I mean, yeah. you don't really know what it entails when you're six or seven years old. No. So I, um, when I came home from England, I was like three or four or about to be four. And I actually was fr- like made friends with this girl who had a birthday party at this gymnastics place and I went there one weekend and apparently I was just like this kid that was just flipping everywhere and running around doing all these crazy tricks and my mom was like what the heck like I didn't know she could do all this and so she actually signed me up for gymnastics class there and um apparently in the classes okay so the gymnastics program I was at also had like a cheerleading program attached to it so in the back of the gym were the cheerleaders and in the front were the gymnastics kids and apparently I like was never paying attention to any of the gymnastics people. I was just staring at the cheerleaders in the back. And one of the coaches actually noticed me like that I was just like, I guess, very good for my age and always was staring at the cheerleaders. And so he came and like picked me up off of the beam and like held me up by one hand and like a stunt. And like ever since then, I just wanted to be a cheerleader. So my mom took me to a competition one of those like weekends after and I like never looked back. I quit gymnastics and I tried out for cheer and that was it. And what <laughs> age was that? That was it. What age was that with the transition? Six. Six, six years old. old. Okay. Yeah. I have twins that are six years old. Yeah. I don't know why I treat them like such babies. I could never imagine them. First of all, yeah. the coach that was holding you up on the thing, was it a man or a woman? It was a man. His name is JJ. He's been like my mentor in life and everything. I still work with him till this day on cheer Incredible. Stuff. I've got to stop being so controlling because if I see a man touch any of my kids, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't think my mom was really like, Oh God, I don't even know if I want her in cheerleading. And I remember like she, well, she told me, I don't remember going to this competition, but she was just like, Oh my God, what am I getting myself into? Like these competitions are crazy, but. So she was only thinking about the competitions or crazy aspect. I'd be thinking of the the short skirts. I would be thinking about all the boys, all about the bitchiness. You know, like I'd be afraid of all that. But it's actually, after watching Cheer, I have to say, it really is such, uh, it's probably the most strenuous sport out there, more than football, more than anything. Yeah, I think it matured me at a very young age, for sure. And when you, first of all, how did you even get into Navarro? Because was it something like you had to apply for? Did your mom have to do what Lori Lachlan did and kind of like send a picture of you on the rowing team? Even though it's no, not even so, a rowing Like how did you get um, in? Okay, so I like never, like Navarro was never on my radar. I never wanted to go to a junior college. I always wanted to go to this like big university and cheer there. And I did. I went to Oklahoma State University my freshman year of college and um I actually left at semester I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted it wanted to and I actually went back to competitive cheerleading in Dallas the cheer athletics program and um I like fell in love with competitive cheerleading again because I quit for college but I like missed it so much so I was like you know what I want to keep doing competitive cheerleading but how am I going to be able to go to school college and do it in that like gave me Navarro because Navarro you're able to do both and it's only an hour away from this gym I trained at and so I you apply for Navarro like as the school and everyone gets in since it's a junior college so that wasn't hard <laughs> but then you actually have to try out for the cheer team and you I sent in videos because I kind of decided super late and then yeah I made the team and and you made the team 
Okay, so for people listening, so like kind of Navarro is not so difficult to get into as a school because it's a junior school, but it has the best cheerleading um, program, I think, what, in all of Texas or around the country? I would say around the country now. Around the country, yeah. I mean, after seeing the girls on there and the guys, it's incredible. For sure. Um, So like, did you know when you got into the cheerleading program at Navarro that you would be in the series? Was that even spoken yeah. about or no? You just, no, no, we didn't know until probably super close to like the end of my first year. And then they filmed all of my second year and then I had a third year. So, so did they know. ask you and you asked your mom and did you have to sign a waiver? I mean, this is a big thing to be on. Yeah, a so documentary all of us series. had to sign waivers. All of us had to sign all this type of paperwork because they didn't know who they were going to be choosing to speak, to film, to do whatever. And then um, throughout the season of my second year, that's when they filmed us 24-7, like 12 hours a day, every single day. And they would, we like became like family with those crew members, like, cause they would just be with us all the time and dinners, dates, getting tattoos, getting our nails done, literally anything. Wow. They were there with us, so. I know, I saw a lot of it on the series, but then I was wondering what in the series didn't they show? Like, I'm curious, like I know like, and I checked out your Instagram too. And so I noticed that you're good friends with Morgan. I think you're still good yeah. friends with Morgan still. Yes. Was there any behind the scenes they didn't show? Any like fighting, any hookups? I mean, there had to be hookups and fighting and- Honestly, like I, no, I had a boyfriend one- during the time. So okay. um, they filmed me and my boyfriend at a lot of dates and everything, but- we actually broke up before the show came out, so I made sure they didn't put really any of that in there. Well, I kind of asked. Some control. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, me and Morgan, yeah, we did a lot. We were together every single day, and she was one of the main characters, so I was with her, like, all the time, and we went to get our nails done all the time. We actually went and got a tattoo together, and they filmed that, but they didn't put that in the show. Yeah, I um, didn't see that dinners like every night I don't know we did so many crazy things and I was just never in there (laughs) it sounds like so much fun and it sounds so long overdue when I saw what goes on in order to cheer I say to myself how it how how have we not been seeing this in reality shows for a decade I mean when I started seeing it it looked like a bunch of um chopsticks going up in the air you girls and the funny part is I see your coach Monica She's just sitting on the sidelines. And then I hear some girl just flop on the floor. Like she splats and nobody flinches. I just hear, ow, oh, (laughs) and they start crying and nobody moves. And it's, I I was sorry to laugh, but I was with Brad and we were actually laughing. I'm like, I can't believe people are doing this and they're going back for more. Yeah, it's totally normal to fall. And every time we like, every time a girl falls, I mean, mostly people catch her, but like her head could get, get hit on someone's shoulder or something. But um, if she actually hits the ground, we have to condition for that. So it's 50 push-ups for every time a girl hits the ground. I, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That's pretty cool. But was there any guys that you didn't trust that would catch you? No. Or is I, it just a unconditional trust? You have to get yeah. thrown up in the air like a chopstick and then that's it. Because I trust them because, I mean, to be on the Navarro team, you have to be super experienced and a great cheerleader. So everybody on that team knows how to catch a girl pretty much and I trust them all with my life completely right and um Monica I loved her is she as lovable is she as lovable or was it did they edit her to be lovable oh no she is like honestly they made her seem 
crazier than she really is. Like, yes, she's crazy because she's just like super hardcore, but she is one of the most like genuine human beings in the world. She just like cares so, so much about like you as a human being and like so much about your success in life. Um, way more than cheerleading, honestly. So it's really great. I have to say, she did, it did. She came across that way. And one of the most, um, I think one of the best scenes for me uh, was Monica, you know, expressing how conservative she was and how close she was to the church. Yeah. But yet yeah. she would have nobody saying anything about, you know, her gay athletes. And I thought that was so wonderful. And I think it says a lot about people that are conservative that are vilified all the time for, yeah. you know, you know, they shouldn't be. It's for no reason because you never know really what's going on inside of a person's heart. And she yeah. was a great example of that. And I, I really loved her. I thought she yeah. was kind of cool. She's the best. I, I didn't know her going into it like that and coming out of there three years later, like she's still like engraved in my mind. Like if we missed a class, we had to run miles and miles as a team. So I will never miss a class again. <laughs> oh, she really trained you. It's great discipline. Yeah, it really so, is. How many injuries have you had? Have you had any? Oh, yeah. I'm, like, really bad at injuries. Um, I broke my elbow my first year cheerleading ever when I was six years old. So that was great going into it. <laughs> so, wait, how long do you recover from that? I mean, you can't do anything. How, every um, injury I has – I hurt before competition season, so probably, like, September. And I didn't compete. My first competition wasn't until February. So, probably a long time. Yeah, I so, had to yeah. get surgery. Like, I have a huge scar where you can't really see it, but I had to get pins and everything in my elbow. You're kidding. So now after, after you have that kind of a surgery at that age, you still get back up and you let people throw you and you still practice. You didn't oh, yeah. say, really? Yeah, I heard it tumbling too. Like it was not like for, because of other people, but yeah, and tumbling is still like my main thing. I hate stunning. I hate flying. You know what's crazy? My producer, Vinny, Potestivo, mm -hmm. he was a cheerleader, which really? was crazy. Yeah. And he's like six foot two. He was what? On, on some kind of a, what was he on? I don't remember. Um, I'd have to look it up. But I was shocked when he told me he was a cheerleader. And, um, I, you know, it's like, it's the people you least expect it. Even when I was watching your show, everyone yeah. is in crazy shape. I mean, yeah. abs are just popping out everywhere. But yet, I will say, they were guys that were not out of shape. Well, they must have been in shape, but they didn't look like they were in shape. Yeah, so the overweight sure. kids that were there, which is what I loved. It's very inclusive. They find a spot yeah. for everyone. Yeah, it's the best. And like making Matt, like it's so many, like just different strategies and like it's literally a puzzle piece. So like, even if you're not, if you don't have an eight pack crazy solid rock abs, like there's still a place for you on the team, like as a stunter or one of the bigger guys throwing up the girls because we need super strong guys out there like that. So it's great. Right. You know, it's funny you tell me that, you know, you had these injuries and then you have surgeries, no less. And then you go back. I'm going to tell you what a wuss I is. I am, Shannon. <laughs> I got a um, what is it called? The scooters, the motorized scooters for New York huh. City. That's where I live. And I figured, you know, I used to drive everywhere. I'm like, let me get the motorized scooter. So I did. And I was flying around the city, Lexington, Madison, Fifth Avenue. And, you know, the more I did it, the more ballsier and brazen I got. So I'd yeah. be flying down one time, a, a city bus came right in front of me and a little old lady got off of the city bus and I had to jam on the brakes. Yeah. I went flying and my wrist was like completely like a Z, like completely broken. Anyway, oh. this was over a year ago. I kept saying I'm going to get back on the scooter because I have, you know, yeah. it's just faster. <laughs> Not having gotten back on. 
Like, what a wuss. I'm such a wuss. And then I see you kids, you splat on the floor, and I hear moaning and crying. And then I see you getting, um, I guess you have a doctor on site that, you know, yeah, moves his finger from side to side, you know, yeah. and they say, you know, what do you see? I'd be like, I see four of you right now. But no, you guys, <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah, I'm yeah, like Tweety Bird. We don't want to get taken out. It's like, we don't want to sit on the sidelines because we have to make Matt. Like, I... Actually, in this past October, I tore four ligaments in my ankle, and I fractured it and literally like almost a year ago, and that was like prime time of working and make trying to make Matt, because you find out who makes Matt in January, and I was completely out. They told me I needed surgery, and I was like, no, I'm not getting surgery. I'm going to just pretend like it's sprained. I'm going to do rehab. I'm going to rest it, and I was out for six weeks, and I came back, and I just kept going on this torn ankle yeah, four ligaments. And I told myself I was going to get surgery after Daytona was finished, but Daytona got canceled. So Daytona didn't go ahead. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get surgery during the summer. All this craziness happened. I never got it. And here I am at tech still going strong with a broken ankle. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. Is it, is it, are you walking okay on it? Are you having problems um, with it? No, yeah, I have problems. I have problems with it every single day it's still huge it is like a baseball on the side of my foot but I mean I don't really <laughs> sorry care. to laugh it's so funny because no, I know okay. when you're that young it's like when you're as young as you it's like you know your arm could fall off and you'll just keep going you'll yeah, be like yeah it, I gotta meet my friends and at the I bar. hurt my ankle so like my left ankle I sprained it like four times and I fractured it like four years ago and now I just tore it all and fractured it again so this ankle is just like demolished so it's kind of whatever but yet you guys kept competing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you guys kept competing with the, with the broken ribs. I, I mean, it's amazing to me. I, I can't yeah. believe it. I mean, this is the stuff that they really don't show in movies. Yeah. You know, they just show the crazy stuff, you know, like, yeah. you know, the boys and the mean stuff and the bullying. And when you really see what goes on with cheering, you have to have so much respect for it, especially yeah. because it's so short-lived. So you won yeah. two, um, you won two um, championships, correct? 2018 yeah. and 2019. Yes. Okay. So you win these two championships. So you, it must be euphoric because not only are you winning these championships, it's being documented on a series, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> what happens after? Are you on top of the world? I mean, unfortunately, I'm, I'm assuming that at some point the cheering has to stop. In other words, it just ends. There's no, I mean, there's no long career for cheerleading. It's not like yeah. basketball or football, correct? Correct. It ends after you graduate college. It's over. So it's what do sad. you do? <laughs> yeah, um, sad. What do you do? You go into your career that you want. I mean, a lot of cheerleaders go into coaching. I, I was going to say, was that something you would do? Would you want to coach? No, no. I could not. I don't have the patience for I don't blame you. Don't work what hard. sign are you? I'm curious. A Pisces. Okay, you're a Pisces. I'm a Leo. I don't know. We, because I read a little, bit, a little bit about you, and we're very similar. I have no patience. I don't I, have patience. No, I can't. And like, I love that you can admit it. I admit it. I own it. I don't have patience. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't be a coach. I don't know. When I was young, I was just super, like, wanted to be talented and wanted to be good and worked hard. And I don't know. I just don't see the point in trying to do a sport if you don't want to work hard. So I just couldn't coach. I, I see that. I agree with you. I think that's um, I think that's a smart way to know where your guidelines are and what you can do. Yeah. How is it when you're trying to do all your training for the competitions, 
how are you thinking about your other career? I mean, there's another career on the sidelines after you graduate college that you probably haven't even had time to think about because you're too busy. I mean, being thrown up in the air, you know, breaking ribs and elbows. So how do you find another career? Or do you go back to school after you're done with school to start a whole new career? Um, so <laughs> that's a good, funny question because honestly, I have literally no idea what I want to do. And it's only because I have like put my life into cheerleading and that is completely all I've done with my life is cheer, cheer, cheer. Like that's it. And I've, I'm going to school for sports medicine. I wanted to be a physical therapist, um, but I don't want to go to school for another three years after I graduate. Cause I'm already in like, I have to do six years of college cause I went to Navarro for three years as a junior college and I like messed up my education, but whatever I'm doing six years and I don't want to do another three years of graduate school. So physical therapy is off the line. Um, my brother actually is a very big, like fitness freak and does all these F45 classes. Um, like they're like 45 minute hit workouts, kind of like CrossFit, kind of not. Oh, um, okay. and he's like a manager at one of these gyms and I've been going to these classes forever, like as him coaching. And so I kind of want to take after him in that. And I'm doing my personal training certification right now. And so um, I'm planning on getting a job at the F45 here in Lubbock. And so maybe personal training will take me somewhere. I'm not sure, but we will see. I'm trying to okay. put a jump start in my future, but I just cheerleading is so much to me. I don't even know. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, it's not a bad direction because now that you are on the Netflix series and people know who you are, you can probably even position yourself and maybe even with your brother to do something really successful for Again, another, you know, another kind of a series or show or, yeah. you know, and, and, and be personal trainers and really show a whole different side of personal training and yeah. maybe even incorporate cheerleading in the training. Yeah. I mean, I think that I know would be I want to like stick with, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not the type of person to be sitting at a desk answering phone calls from eight to five. Like I need to be up and moving. And since I've had so many injuries, I feel like I just need to stay in the sports side because I know how much it like how much you need to be like physical and do rehab and all that kind of stuff. That's why I want to be a physical therapist, but I don't know. I just want to stay in the active type of lifestyle. Nice. Right. Don't get so discouraged about the extra three years. They really do go by fast, but yeah, I, I totally get you. Listen, I'm a high school, I'm a high school dropout. So look who's talking. So I mean, I didn't <laughs> even grab now. <laughs> I look at me now. I mean, I've been selling shoes my whole life. I mean, you're, you're too young to remember. I used to joke that I'm the Al Bundy of the Upper East Side in New York. It was a television show called married with children. I know don't depress me. I know you don't know who he is, but it's like that. That's my whole uh, joke. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, the fashion business is also something that, you know, could be very fleeting. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard business and that's what I'm in. So I'm curious because I've looked at your Instagram and I've noticed that you have a very classy Instagram. Oh, it's good. not one of a 22-year-old girl. Is that how old you are now? Yeah, I'm 22. You're 22. I mean, you're really dressed nicely. You really put your best foot forward, which is kind of what I always talk about on my podcast. Um, and on the show is about, you know, the grass is not always greener and you yeah. gotta put your best foot forward. And I kind of see it in your Instagram because you have a lot of followers. You have yeah. like 200 and 300, how many followers? 258,000. You have 358,000 followers. 200, okay. 200. 258, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's amazing, it doesn't matter. So that's incredible. So now did you have this many before the show? No, or did the show catapult? Um, I did. Okay. I did. I had about 150,000 before the show, 
Yeah. That's <laughs> Only great. So yeah, because of I the cheer program I cheered at in Dallas was very high, like very hardcore. And I actually drove from Houston to Dallas. That's four and a half hours, four times a week for practice to be wow. on this team. Yeah. And so I kind of got known from being there because of just I was I got all the followers since I, like I was like 11 years old. I guess it's oh, just wow. the talent I had. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had I think also you have a great knack for doing social media. Like I said, there is a classy way that you do it, and I think it's nice. So getting back to the competitions, have you ever done – I know there's a world competition. Mm -hmm. Have you ever I've, done that? Yeah, I've gone nine times. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> it's incredible. So wait, <laughs> that seems like so much work for something that's two minutes and 15 seconds. Am oh, yeah. I correct? It is two yeah. minutes and – for people that are listening All to this – All it is two minutes and 15. Competitive cheerleading is two minutes and 30 it's different. I mean, same thing. I mean, that's crazy. It's so much work for that. What are the most common mistakes for competitive cheerleaders that they do where they like will deduct a point? That's like kind of an easy thing. I'm not saying if like by accident you fall, but like what are the biggest mistakes that somebody would make in competitive cheerleading when they're um, competing? Like not pointing your toes, um, not walking. Like if you're walking with your arms like super crazy and you're not like super tight, they'll deduct points off like technique and stuff um obviously so you mean they can see your toes i guess so do they have binoculars like i'd have no, no, <laughs> no they just no can clue. tell if your toes are pointed like in your tumbling your jumps anything that's like super picky like that's like the main thing i don't know it's and if you're out of formation it looks really bad so like the, they can deduct points on that like if you're like you're supposed to be in like this space and you're like a hair over here they can see it and so they deduct points yeah it's crazy it's crazy. So how does that affect you in your normal life? Like, do you carry yourself, you know, very tight and toes pointed when you're just walking and with friends? Is it kind of a thing that's inbred? Um, I guess kind of, but not, I, I, I don't really know. I don't think so. I think I just turn it on at practice, but like outside of cheer. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't really. So tell me about your family. So it's just you, your brother and your parents, no other siblings. I have a half brother that lives in England, but yeah, that's okay. four around the house. Yeah. Okay. So like, what is the dynamic like now that you've had all this success and you know, you've got uh, 258,000 followers and you know, I'm sure you're getting trolled a lot now, you know, you're a young 22 year old girl. Like I was looking, I'm like, if this was my daughter, I would have this account private and I'd want to like have everybody just, you know, investigated <laughs> before they yeah, even followed her. So, is your is your brother is your father your mother are they protective um my brother yeah kind of um i think he used to be more but now it's just kind of not um my mom yes 100 percent. she used to have all my emails and so she would help me do all of my like promotions and collaborations and stuff um but now i actually have an agent that helps me do all that so she doesn't have to um my dad is actually probably the biggest cheer dad ever it's kind of surprising really? he's like yeah he is all about me doing anything I mean it's great I mean he's super supportive he's all about me doing anything and everything I can um to better my name I guess if she should say I mean they're all super supportive and stuff but he's super crazy cheer dad it's funny <laughs> Men and their daughters, it's yeah. really something special. It really yeah. is. I'm telling you, men no, and their I daughters, it. it's, it's a so very funny. special. Yeah. yeah. It's cute. <laughs> um, you were also on the Ellen show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, how did that work out? Were you excited? Yes. Yeah, so we all went as a team first. Um, and then literally less than a week, we actually got a phone call from, I guess, the producer of Ellen. I don't really know. Um, asking if a few of us could go back and because Kendall Jenner was going to be on the show and she's like it's obsessed with Morgan. So we wanted to surprise her with Morgan. And so we, a few of us were going to go and kind of like give her our uniform and like show her some stunts. And so um, I guess they just chose a few of us, Monica and Andy, our coaches, and we went and we were back within 24 hours. We were, we like flew wow. there that morning, super early, did the show and then flew back that night at like 11 PM. Wow. Did you get to meet Kendall Jenner? Yes, we did. Yeah. What did you think? What did you think of it? She's awesome. I, I love, I've always loved her. So it was awesome. She's so yeah. sweet. She's so tall. That's, yeah. Yeah. They're, it's, they're tall girls. Yes. Um, and, um, so, okay. So now, so that's interesting. So with Ellen, did you see anybody with a black eye there? I hear that Ellen is really tough and really mean. I mean, the rumors about her show that, being canceled. I, I couldn't see No, couldn't you didn't see, see anybody with a black eye or, or sling <laughs> like a No. Everybody seemed like they were okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, good. Who knows? Maybe it's like the the, the Stepford uh, people behind the scenes. Yeah. Everyone's so I afraid. Don't know. I heard all about that, and I think that's crazy because she was so sweet to. I mean, yes, she obviously lovely. she was sweet to us because we we're the guest, but right. I didn't see anything crazy. But that's uh, all right. So interesting. So okay, getting back to your Instagram, which I love. I noticed that you got you love to dress, and there's not a lot of you in Lululemon and sweats on your Instagram. Yeah, I don't really wear, I mean, I wear sweatpants like chilling at home, but I don't really wear them out and about. And I, I love that. That's, that's my kind of girl. So it's like, you're, so when I see your Instagram, it's really about you kind of looking glamorous, looking, you know, beautiful and with your friends and, you know, just hanging out, doing things that are normal. It's not all about yeah. one thing, which is, you know, just exercise and being an exercise clothes. Oh yeah, I barely, and like, I actually do, when I go out, I... <laughs> there are some days that I go out in like Nike shorts and a t-shirt, no makeup on. And I like go to the bars with friends and that's fine. Like, I just don't feel like dressing up, but the days we do dress up, I like it so much better, obviously. And that's when I do take the pictures and that's why I have the pictures to post. <laughs> I love it. And I love your honesty about that. The days you are dressed up, but you're 22 years old. It's normal to go around in shorts and Nikes and do that. Yeah. But you know, you're putting your best foot forward on Instagram, I think, which is why probably people love to follow you now including myself mm -hmm. and um you have a great style about you i noticed like you like shoes you like nice. boots you like yeah. to dress which i appreciate because i design shoes i don't know if you've ever seen my collection or um no a probably not i kind of stalked you a little bit <laughs> oh sorry if i bored you in any way but <laughs> i will say i look and when i look at you and i look at your friends i'm thinking wow how would i get these girls to shop at chucky's with the exception of giving them free shoes. Cause I'm sure if I said, Hey, come in, I'll give you anything for free. You'd come. But like, what would attract you girls into shopping in a store? I mean, are you internet shoppers? Are you an internet shopper? You yeah, are. I'm very online shopping. Um, the only reason I would go to the mall is if I need something like in the next day or so. Right. So then right. That's the advantage of going to a mall or going to a store. And what yeah. usually draws you to a designer or a look? Is there anything specific? I mean, other than price point, of course, like I know, yeah. you know, other than price point, because I know this is my whole business, you know, everyone gravitates, of course, towards the most expensive things. But now yeah. there's so many choices at every price point. And my mom always said, when you have a good figure, which you do, you can look good in anything. 
What is your look? Are you, I noticed you wear a lot of skirts and, and dresses. Uh, actually, I'm like a really big jeans girl. I love wearing jeans and belts are like my thing right now. I have like a million belts. I don't know. I feel like that's just like the touch to an outfit. I love my belts. And then shoes, of course. Um, I don't know, but I'm always like a jeans girl with like a cute either crop top or just like a flowy shirt. And I like tuck in the front so you can see my belt, you know. <laughs> you have a great um, look. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. um, other than that, I mean, my shoes, I love wearing like, like I have these snakeskin boots that I'm like a huge fan of and I wear them all the time and white boots, black boots, super n neutral colors is my thing for sure. Oh, that's pretty cool. Usually younger girls always like the brightest things, you know, like oh, the yeah. red boots. Yeah. We're, we're neutral. I'm a neutral also. My, my shop has always been kind of, um, you know, more of a neutral, not crazy. You know, yeah. things are very expensive. And when you're buying expensive stuff, you kind of want them to take you a long way. Mm -hmm. So I always find that's the best thing to do. Um, so as far as what's next, you said you probably are going to, you know, do something with your brother. Is that right? I mean, I'm going to get the job. I'm going to work at the same. Well, his is in Houston where he's working and I'm going to work at the one in Lubbock because there's m like multiple locations of F45. Um, but my dad is actually thinking about opening his own F45, a franchise. Um, closer to our house in Katy. So, so F45 is a gym, right? Is that yes, what that it's is? It's like a, like a, it's kind of like CrossFit, but no, it's like, like classes that are 45 minutes and it's like high intensity interval training classes. So kind of like CrossFit, but yeah, so my dad is wanting to open one. So maybe, I mean, I, as a family, we could do something together. I don't know. We've been huge fans of F45 just because my brother's been working there for years and I, we think it's a great place. So I think that's definitely a good, um, I think that's definitely a good pull is like, if you yeah. do it as a family, that definitely will attract a lot of people as well. For sure, yeah. What did you guys do during uh, the quarantine? Were you guys open? Did anybody go to work or no? Um, my mom actually just went back to work like last week. Uh, oh, wow. She works at Lifetime Fitness, a gym, <laughs> of course. Um, so my, my dad has been working from home. He still works with the oil and gas company. Uh, my brother was actually during the like full on quarantine, my brother was going into the gym and doing um, online videos and like going live in like the F45 Facebook. And that's when I went with him and we did them together. So that was wow. super fun. Um, other than that, I actually took full advantage of quarantine. I traveled a lot. Terrible, I know, but. <laughs> no, it's not terrible. <laughs> I'm not judgmental. It's not terrible. If you were able, whatever was allowed to do when you did it, that's great. Yeah, we live like an hour from Galveston, so we went down to the beach like every weekend. <laughs> Are you still living in Texas now, or did you move? Yeah, I'm in Lubbock, so I'm oh. at Texas Tech University, and it's about oh. nine hours north of Houston, so I'm a little farther from home now. Wow, and are your parents um, call you daily? Do they, you know, worry? Uh, my yes. mom does, but I of mean... Course. This is my fifth year in college. It's nothing new. Like <laughs> It's nothing. They're used to it. Also, yeah. I think by now, I think they realize, um, I think what a good girl you are just based mm -hmm. on, you know, again, what you see in photographs. I don't see you, you know, chugging alcohol. I don't see videos of you playing ping pong stuff. That's or never nothing. been like my style either because I have been such like a professional athlete. I've never really, I don't know. I just, I take care of my body. <laughs> I like that. That is a very good attitude. And I'd love to instill that in my kids. 
You know, I don't even care. I, do, I would love to because I don't even care if they're going to be, you know, if they want to be a professional anything, but I love the idea of taking up sports just so they have the discipline. I yeah. like the discipline because I agree. My body is kind of my temple too. And, you know, I try to treat it the best that I can, whether it's the way I work out, the way I eat. And yeah. um, I think it's great that you learned that at a very, le- at a very early age. And I learned, I guess, because of all of my followers, I grew up trying to be a role model and trying to instill that in other kids age because I have so many young girls that follow me so I don't want to put out me chugging a bottle of alcohol on Instagram when that's not the right thing to do to teach like younger girls so I've definitely that's the followers in my social media has helped me in life more than I could ever think honestly it's definitely like I said matured me at a very young age I think that you're doing a great justice not just by, you know, throwing yourself up in the air and like, you know, breaking bones for people's entertainment. But I think yeah. the fact that you're really kind of in a way mentoring young girls who can actually see somebody who is so successful and see the way they behave and see the way they dress. And it's just, I think you're a great example. So, uh, you know, I applaud you for that. What advice would you give for young girls? Ooh. I mean, what advice, would, I, I mean, that's very vague. What advice would you give for young girls that want to go into a professional sport. What advice would you give? I'm going to throw a few questions, answer the one you want. What advice would you give to young girls that want to open up an Instagram account? A young girl, you know, like my kids are only six years old and they keep talking about Instagram. So of course, you know, that's not happening. But what advice would you give for people that just want to have the fame? They want to be noticed because this is the problem with, I think, today's society is everybody wants to be noticed. You know, you were talking about the Kardashians. Love them. You know, they really never did anything other than, you know, entertain people. There was no, you know, specific um, talent that they had. But yet, as a, as a group, they're, you know, they're talented now. The businesses, yeah. they do are great and they entertain people. But people want to be famous for doing nothing. What advice would you give young girls that emulate you that, you know, just want to be noticed? Um, This could kind of go for all, honestly, all the questions. And I actually have this tattooed on my body. It's super big to me. Um, Trust the process. So I am a huge fan of trusting the process just because um, I kind of learned this a little late in my life. But when I did leave Oklahoma State, um, I that's like that was my dream school I wanted to go there ever since I was young and so going there and not enjoying it not I don't know it just wasn't what I wanted and I had to leave it was like literally I had no idea what I was gonna do I was like what's next for me like this is all I thought about my whole life like I feel like I'm just stuck I'm like sinking into a hole I didn't know I didn't even think of Navarro I had literally no idea and so um I started like you know what I need to just like trust that literally any situation that God puts me through, like it doesn't matter whether, whether it's like good or it's bad, or if there's obstacles on the way, or if it's just a straight, clear path that no matter what, that you have to just believe that you're going to get somewhere in life, no matter what. And there's going to be success, whether it's a success that you wanted, like when you were young or it's success that you like started thinking of when you're a little older, that you're going to get there at some point. So I'm like a big believer in trusting the process because yes, it's hard. Life's hard. Life's never easy. So you just have to believe that no matter what you'll get there. I love that. I feel like I kind of live by a little bit of that same kind of rule. I literally have it tattooed right here. Let me see it. (laughs) It says trust the process. 
I don't know. All I see is your muscle sticking out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I saw it. I, saw, I did see it, but I just had to mention yeah. the muscle. But yeah, I, I kind of have that same attitude. What's been the biggest challenge for you in life other than cheering? Has there been another challenge for you? Or is um, that the only thing? Family challenges, relationship challenges. I mean, you're 22. Haven't you been, you know, have you ever been, you know, heartbroken from a boy? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. that's like, yeah, it's heartbreak. I mean. Yeah, but, but that's not a real challenge. Yeah, it's like, you know what, get up on your feet, get over it. Like, there's another guy, obviously, in your life that will come and, and swoop you up. So I don't really take that as a huge challenge. Yes, it sucks at first, but I mean, I have so much more going for me in life that I just can't dwell on that stuff. Um, family, no, my family is fantastic. I have the greatest two parents, and they support me so, so much, and so does my brother. So no family challenges. Um, cheers, literally any, that's my whole life. I don't that really was know. your whole life, really. So really, when you, when you think about it, it really was your whole life, and, um, and you deserved everything you've gotten in terms of winning the championships, being on the, on the series. I think that's great. Um, what's your favorite thing about your parents? I want to know, because as a parent, I want to know what, <laughs> what my kids are going to remember and what they're not. Um, my parents are actually like super fun, like super outgoing and fun parents. And like, I think I could bring my parents like out to a bar with my friends and it, they would just have fun with us or I could like. Okay. But your parents are young. What, your, what are your no, parents? No, they're not. My dad's about to be 60. Oh, he's not yet. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's okay. My dad's been 60 in October. Yeah. Wow. But there's two, they, I don't know, I guess because like I'm super outgoing and I've had like this very outgoing life and so is my brother my brother played soccer in college and so we're just I don't know but my uh, my favorite thing about them is I think they're just super like understanding honestly they don't I don't really okay this sounds bad but I don't really get the, if I do anything wrong I don't like get extremely punished for it because I feel like if parents like punish me so much that it's even like it turns me even more crazy and it makes me want to do like you know crazier things and so I mean I feel like it could go both ways because if they don't punish you you think you're just invincible I don't know but me growing up I didn't really get punished hardcore and so it didn't make me crazy um like I had the freedom my parents let me have freedom and that was really great because I didn't go behind their backs and do a lot of stuff um that's what a lot of girls say to me and, and not so much boys, but I think a lot of girls, they give them freedom. You know, yeah. you have to give them a little bit of freedom. You have to trust them, always be yeah. there for them. I'm very controlling. It doesn't sound like either of your parents are very controlling, right? No, I mean, like my mom has like my location and stuff and I know she'd be checking that, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, Mrs. Woolsey, <laughs> Mrs. Woolsey, I love you, respect you because that's gonna be me. Respect For you, sure. I'm sorry. I trust no one in the world. I trust no one. When it comes to my kids, I trust no one. And I'm sure your parents. I don't, I mean, it's like as a parent, it's hard. I mean, yes. your kids are out doing something. You don't even know. Like they say they're doing this, but God knows what they're doing. You right. Know? I know. What does judge Judy say? I watch her. She says, listen, when it, when a kid's mouth is moving, that's how you know they're lying. That's yeah. what she says. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Do you remember something that you did that upset them and made them want to punish you? Was there anything that you did? Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually, this is like, for, okay, I was a sophomore in high school, so this is like seven, seven years ago, holy moly. Um, 
I got kicked off the cheer team in high school. Yeah, so I, this was kind of like a learning point for me and this has like been instilled in my mind. So I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing and somebody took a picture of me doing it and sent it to the principal's office. And um, ever since then, I, pictures are just like really big thing to me. Like don't post something that you don't want to get out. Like that is just so crazy because people can do so much with pictures and those pictures will be there forever. So um, that like was a super uh, big learning point for me, but my parents obviously were not happy. And I How old were you then? How old were you? Uh, I was 16. You know, that's a great lesson to learn at such yeah. a young age. That's a yeah. great lesson to learn at such a young age. Yeah. Wow. And, that, and so like moving on from then, even like my mom is on my Snapchat, like we Snapchat all the time, like she's cool, whatever. But like, if she'll see me posting on my story, she's just like, Shannon, like delete that. Like, she's just like, even if it's the most simplest thing, even if I'm like, I don't even know, out of house and there's just like a beer can in the background. She's like, Shannon, delete that. Cause that could, people can like make up so much from that picture. It's crazy. So I yeah. agree with her. I agree with her. I'm yeah, sorry. I feel, I, I hate to sound like your parent, like such an no, old style, but I, I, I am that great. way. And it's helped me become that role model. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, I got like taught it so young and at such a young age. It's great. Do you ever get people on Instagram um, try to instant message you like weird or creepy stuff or guys wanting to ask you? You do. I was going to say, how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Tell me. It yeah. goes all through my, so like it goes to my requests and in, in Instagram and I never really check them because I know that most of it's just like crazy nonsense. But then I do like, I probably go through them like once a week and like I'll reply to like the girls that are messaging me, like these super sweet messages. Like I never want to uh, let my like fans go like unnoticed I guess right I'm sure they know and I can like repost stuff and whatever but there's just some stuff in there that I just don't understand honestly like people <laughs> asking for like pictures of my feet and stuff like that's disgusting <laughs> yeah I know it's it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> If you allow yourself and if you um, engage with people, they'll come in even more. No, yeah, you know, exactly. I, yeah, I, I don't engage. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of um, Instagram, as everybody knows that listens to the show and who's mm -hmm. close to me. I don't like to engage. I actually get nervous. Even if somebody's giving me a compliment on instant mm -hmm. message, I kind of tense up. I'm like, I have to answer them. Yeah. Then they're going <laughs> to answer me back. Then I have to answer them back. Then they're going to answer me back. Like, I, I'm yeah. from such a different generation. What is the biggest misconception about your generation? I mean, I know how I am. You know, I, like I just said, I, I don't want to engage constantly. So even if somebody says something positive, I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm afraid. I don't want to answer them because this is going to open up a whole new thing with them. Yeah. How, what's the difference with your generation versus, I guess, my generation or the older? Is there a misconception about your generation that you're too... I think that, like, our generation is just so into social media that, like, people, like, will just do anything. Like, and I, I don't really know. Okay, so, like, the, have you heard of, like, the OnlyFans thing? Yes. I just think that's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, I truly, like, if you want money, go get a job. Like, start a career, do something with your life. And I just think social media, like, yes, I have to love social media, obviously, like, that's kind of what I'm doing with my life right now. But I just, I don't know, it just baffles me. Some it's so funny you're bringing that up. I was just <laughs> listening to a podcast this morning called mm -hmm. Pardon My Take. And mm -hmm. they were talking about that, the only fan. 
And mm -hmm. one of the guys on there, they saw his feet on, I think, a video. And yeah. now people are um, paying him money just to see his feet. Yeah, I just think that's I mean, like, go off. Like, you get money for showing your feet, but yeah, I... Yeah, great. Okay, but he's a guy. Okay, it's different. Yeah, you know, guys, it's a generous... I'm not saying all of them, so please. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, guys don't care about, you know, getting money for showing their feet. But, you know, things could be... Can get weirder. And I don't even know if they're guys that are asking for his feet. He just said people. I'm assuming they are men, but whatever. I don't know. I just... Social media is just crazy. And it's like, social media, like, literally depresses people I feel like like that may just sound a little dramatic but like I mean some days like when the show came out um I mean that was like in like January February time that was like the biggest like what's when everyone started following us and we were getting all emails to, uh, messages all this crazy stuff and like there was some just like hurtful stuff out there and like with the fame that we do have we have to like be perfect all the time because if we're not perfect like somebody will just pick point you and just eat you alive and it's like horrible like that's social media is just like so horrible in that stage but you have to kind of remember what your purpose is and like that there are people out there that do truly like you and they're not just here to just eat you alive but social media is just a killer it honestly sucks <laughs> I, I know you're, you're preaching to the choir because, you know, I've been saying that for a long time and I always get pressure, you know, whether yeah, it was from so my, my shop or my designing my shoes. And, you know, I always say, just do it for me, you know, and I just, I, I don't like to really divulge so much. I am, you know, I kind of be like, I like to be private. I don't yeah. like to engage. I don't like to engage. I don't like to talk about anything controversial, you know, and uh, I find people look to fight and it's much easier when you're doing it through social media because you're hiding. Mm-hmm. Pressure, it, it's insane. Like, I don't know. And like, especially because all of this now, the show and everything, it's gotten 10 times worse, but. So now after the show came in and it was such a hit, mm -hmm. I mean, are they going to continue to do other, you know, groups and new, new kids coming up? Do you think this is a series that's going to continue? Um, we literally still till this day have no idea. About no it. idea. No idea. Wow. Um, but I mean, most of all the main characters from season one don't go to school there anymore. So the only people that are still on Navarro are Gabby and Lexi. And so I'm I guessing- thought, Didn't Lexi get thrown off for drugs or something? Um, she did at the end of her first year, so 2019. And then Monica, to punish her, she wasn't allowed to come back at all first semester of this past year. And so she came back second semester, but then everything got canceled. So, wow, But now okay. she's allowed to be back the full year. So she's back now. So now it's funny because in the beginning of the, um, one of the episodes in the beginning, I didn't know who anyone was yet, but they were saying how Shannon left Lexi out of a text. <laughs> so one yeah. second. So now one so, second. Okay. So now here's the interesting part for me. Like I didn't know anything about you. Now that I know you, now that I know that Lexi was caught with drugs, everything makes sense. You don't yeah. want to put yourself in a position. Did I not? No, 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 no. That's not what happened. Um, oh, okay, I, it was, it was a surprise. It was my 21st birthday and it was a surprise party. I didn't even make the group chat. I had no oh, idea about the party. Okay. Yeah. And so I didn't even make the group chat. And it's funny because all of that came out and I actually got a lot of hate for it. Like a lot of hate. And Jim Lexi, and Lexi actually put out on social media saying like it was a misunderstanding, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, that still didn't help my case. Everyone like loved Lexi. 
and I don't know. It, anyways, but after the show actually came out, um, I got added into my own birthday group chat from the year past, and then we added Lexi in it too, and everyone was like, is everything okay now? Is all the drama done? It was like super funny, but yeah, it wasn't my fault, but it's whatever. <laughs> See, it's good to know. We just, we just clarified it. For anyone that's going to watch the show, show Cheers <laughs> on Netflix, which you should, it is a great behind-the-scenes look at what goes on with cheerleading. And I have to tell you, much respect to you guys. Um, I'm so glad to have you on the show here. And um, I look forward to seeing more of it. I really do want to see more of it. This is not, this is not like BSTV. This is real stuff. These are yeah. people with real injuries getting hurt. These oh, are yeah, people that are really competing mm -hmm. and going through all this work for just minutes, yeah. for minutes None of it on was stage. Made up. None of it was made up. It was all real. <laughs> It's incredible. Well, thank you. Wait, what size shoe do you wear? I like to get a couple of little details about people. Um, I don't have a shoe. I, only because I design shoes. So that's why I'm asking. I'm not I'm asking like in a, a creepy way. Tell your mother. <laughs> I'm like a seven, I think. Oh, yeah, seven. small. Oh, you have, a, you have a nice, you have a perfect sample size foot. And I'm tall. So. How tall are you? Five, six. That's tall for wow. a Wow. No, that is. That's pretty tall. And I, I know you like heels. I know you like boots. Mm -hmm. My boots right? are the best. Yeah. Boots with the heel, the booties. <laughs> okay, can you tell me, are there any hot apps now that you can tell me about? Apps? Yeah. Like? Social media apps. Oh. Uh, if uh, not, no problem. Brad handed me this to ask you. This um, is not my I, question. I just know Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't know. I Snapchat. hate TikTok. Basically, she, me too. I hate TikTok too. Hate Basically, it. she said, Brad, to buzz off. <laughs> I answered that for you. Like that. I think TikTok's the most cringiest thing. I don't know if it's just because I'm older than all of the kids that are doing it. I don't know. No, it's all your age that's doing it. You're more mature. No, I feel like it's all like 18, 16, 17. It's your 18. age and even older. I'm going to tell you what it is. And you can tell your parents I said this. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Woolsey, they did a great job. Your upbringing, in, in my opinion, was very good. Talking to you, I can only pray that my children are going to be as respectful and cautious Thank as you, you are yeah so you tell them i said that and what was the other thing is there anything you want to promote i don't have anything specifically to promote but if you go follow my brother on instagram his gym is a huge hit right now tell so me what's his gym i want to follow it it's the f45 um is that his handle uh no well his handle is coach jack eight and then um eight. yeah and then through that so there's so many different f45s so all the f45s are like either the f45 training and then the location name as that so his is okay. f45 training creekside so okay great and your and your handle is shannon may i know that's yeah. your middle name With shannon two a's, may two a's okay you guys you have to follow her she's a great influence great style you're going to get everything in her instagram it's really a great page thank you shannon thank you for coming on thank you for having me this is look forward to seeing you again perfect bye great. bye You've been listening to Rich in Life with Rich Arani. If you liked what you've heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richinlife.com. That's R-I-T-C-H in life.com.